0: Hello beautiful soul, my name is Kelsey Lowe and you are listening to Joyfully You Podcast and this episode is going to be about grief and if you have ever lost someone and if there's been someone in your life that has passed away, I'm going to give you a different perspective on how I have managed grief in my own life. Um, And I'm going to share a little bit about some personal things um, because I think personal story is one of the most powerful ways we can connect with each other. Um, and ways that you can connect with your loved one that has passed. Okay. So in 2018, one of my best friends, like this girl, I've been best friends with her and her sisters. Like we're a sisterhood, another family. Like we learned how to become adults together. We've been friends for 15 years and they got in a boating accident and a lot of people passed away. Four people died And it was just a really tragic, awful, intense experience. And it happened so fast. And there was just so much uncertainty. Because like during the first week, they were trying to find the people that had passed away. And they found everyone except for my friend. And that was September 2018. And she has still never been found. So as you can imagine, this sent me and all of my girlfriend's through, and her family, and anyone that knew her, of course, the whole situation, through such a deep grief. It was a a part of us died with her. And what we need to remember about death is there's always rebirth. And there is a cycle. And so there's a lot of things that were reborn. For one, grudges. Is a thing of the past. One of our friends in the group was holding a grudge towards the girl that passed away. And it became this intense, metaphorical thing that, yes, she experienced that, you know, at first, like regret of like, oh, I wish I would have made amends sooner. Um, but it, every single one of us in the group felt it too, because we were just like, oh gosh, I, I couldn't imagine. Um, and so things like that, when they happen, When people pass away, it instantly, 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 instantly reminds us of what actually matters and what's actually important. And all of a sudden these petty fights and these petty things no longer become that important when we know that someone we love could die. And I I call death a great teacher. I feel like death has been an incredible teacher for me in my life of reminding me what's important. It's felt like being dragged through hell and back, experiencing that pain. And it makes me almost emotional just bringing it up again, like that constricting feeling in the throat, the tightness in the chest of the heart. You know, you think about communication is the throat chakra and expression. The heart, of course, is all around love, being loved, being seen. And so... Even talking about communicating with them and the love, like, it just, it brings up emotions. And grief is a topic that no one wants to talk about. But here's the thing. Every single one of us are going to die one day. And so I believe it's something so important for us to talk about. So the way that I viewed it, and and I had grandparents and things passed away before that that also totally changed the trajectory of my life because of their passing and if you're listening to this then you as well have had someone in your life that has passed away and I don't care how uh, like tragic or subtle or peaceful it doesn't matter how the person passes away when someone passes away it is hard So yes, I shared a story that is so tragic and I wish it wasn't my story. I wish I, you know, and I I didn't share it to defeat or to compare or anything like that. I just wanted to let you guys know what I was experiencing and what my come from was. Because it was this deep sense of, for a year, we didn't have a funeral because we were waiting for the possibility of finding her. And so this lack of closure that was just so abundant led me to want to connect with her on a spiritual level even more. And through different spiritual teachings and different things that I've learned, the thing that resonated the most true within like my full body was this. So when people pass away, they are converted to pure positive energy, which is a part of us, that, that source energy, like we are all a part ...of the energy source that has created this world. We are just as much a part of this earth as the trees, as the birds, as the bees. You guys know this. You guys, you guys know that we are an extension of the universe. You guys know how I talk about that a lot. Of trusting in the universe is trusting in yourself. And so if we remember that we are all a part of that infinite, miraculous energy... ...that source of energy that has created this world that's where we have come from. And that is where we return to. And so I believe that the individual soul of each person now dwells in that frequency of pure positive energy. And so when I, as a human being who is still in physical form and spiritual form, as you are as well, listening to this, you have, you are in physical form and spiritual form. You are a spiritual being having a human physical experience. And so when we want to connect with our loved ones that are no longer in physical form, that are now only in spiritual form, in order for us to connect with them, we need to go where they are. And where they are is in pure positive energy. In the highest vibrations of joy, of love, of appreciation. Um, all of those things that bring so much joy. When we are vibrating in that frequency, we will connect with them. And this is how I've been able to connect with so many different loved ones that have passed away. Is is, is being attuned or acute. Being attuned to where your mind goes so if you're doing something so fun with someone that you love or just enjoying yourself or whatever else and a memory pops in your mind of someone that has, that you've lost that is that person trying to communicate with you stop and notice what it is that you're doing and what it is that story was about because I guarantee there's some type of message weaved in there of the person that you love trying to communicate with you isn't that so cool So start to notice when, quote unquote, randomly, you get a memory. It's not random. It's not just coincidental. Whenever we get memories from people or memories of experiences with someone, that is their way of trying to creep into our subconscious to connect with us. And so that is kind of my perspective on it is, especially when I was going through the gr- like, especially like as a group, you know, it's all of us and we're grieving the loss of our friends when, when my, when my friend first passed away. And there'd be times when we would find ourselves laughing or doing something. And then I think it's natural with grief to all of a sudden be reminded of, oh yeah. The reason why we're all here is for a very sad and solemn reason. How dare we be disrespectful to laugh or to be lighthearted or to be easygoing? And this is kind of a, I guess, a stigma that, yes, I want to, stigma I want to talk about, okay? From one perspective, yes, we need to be respectful, We're not going to go in laughing to a funeral. But when someone has passed away and there's been a ceremony that's taken place, that's why so many people do a celebration of life because it feels better because it's more in line with who we really are. It's more in line with our inner being. Um, but the funeral, you know, the, the process is so important of being able to cry, being able to release. It's almost cathartic, right? Um, a part of us is, is dying with this person, the memories of that person in physical form, and now learning how to connect with them in spiritual form. And so notice when you find yourself experiencing joy and allow yourself to. And allow yourself to. Because when you're experiencing joy, you're closer to connecting with them in a spiritual form. And through, through a heart's connection where you just feel it. You don't physically, visually see it. I mean, you might. You might. But just know that that's where they are. And so that's where you want to go. And there's nothing to feel guilty about if you find yourself enjoying yourself after someone has passed. And there's nothing to feel guilty about for finding yourself grieving for someone like it just happened, even if it happened a long time ago. Grief is not a linear step-by-step process. It's messy. And it's almost like there's this bubble of emotion and we'll be fine. But then all of a sudden, if someone touches it, boom, it's like someone hit a button and... All tears are a go. And when these moments happen and our heart cracks open, allow yourself to allow yourself to feel it. Because I guarantee there's going to be some level of enlightenment that comes after it when you allow yourself to just cry it out instead of wondering, why am I feeling this way? Which we can because that's just normal. Like we want to understand it. Instead, Instead, imagine having a conversation with that person and just tell them, I miss you. I miss you. And allow yourself to have a dialogue with them. Maybe we can't hear them when we're not in that state of pure positive energy. But they hear us. And I have had times with Reagan that she straight came to me. And I was in a moment where I just wasn't, I was neutral. It wasn't that I was in this state of pure bliss or I was depressed. I was just neutral. I was sitting on my balcony. But I felt her presence so uh, vividly. She was right there and she had a very clear message for me. And things like that will happen to you and you got to trust yourself. You got to trust your gut. Even if it's something so simple that says like, I love you. You're doing great. I'm here. You're loved. Whatever the message is, when you get it, just trust it. Don't try and understand it or second guess yourself or make sure if it's right. Just, Just take it in. If it feels like love, it is. And when you're going through grief, be patient with yourself. Whenever we are missing that person, we can tune into the vibration of loneliness. And when we're in the vibration of loneliness, it's kind of like a powerless emotion because we are neglecting and rejecting our own spirit, inner spirit, like our own inner being, you know, that part of us that, is so far from lonely um, things that when I was like feeling lonely is connecting with the people that also know that person and allow yourself to share stories or just be in the presence with them. And if you feel like you don't have anyone that knew that person, then have a little ceremony of whatever it might be like, even if it's going riding your bike or, or putting a towel down on your grass in the shade and allowing yourself to do, to write a letter to them or Even imagine writing a letter to them in the present day if it's someone that passed away a long time ago, updating them on your life and telling them all the things that you would tell them if they were here. Because they are not in physical form, but they are in spiritual form. If anything, they're they're more accessible than ever before. I know it's hard to hear in that way, but it's true. We can call on people at any time. And oftentimes their voice, like when we hear them back, it's going to come in the sound of our own voice because it's through our own mental narrative. But we can imagine their voice and we can imagine them. And so be aware when all of a sudden a memory with them comes to your mind. Let it be filled with love. And also a beautiful thing is since they are in that state of pure positive energy, then those human characteristics of that person, that egoic, characteristics of that person that maybe you didn't like this is now a time that you get to forgive because you get to forgive the experience you get to forgive how they showed up you get to forgive how you showed up or ways that you wish you would have showed up differently forgiveness processes with people that have passed are just as powerful as forgiveness practices with people who are alive even if you feel like you don't have anything to forgive this person for there may be certain things that you need to forgive yourself for And so allowing yourself to slow down and almost be in a meditative, not even a meditative state. But like, for example, today, I like went out into my front yard and put a blanket, a towel down on the grass because it's real grass. And in the backyard, there is not real grass. So I don't care. I'll sit in my front yard in the grass under the shade because I know how grounded I feel when I'm sitting on the earth. I was feeling anxious earlier today it felt like an emotional bubble popped. And we were talking about my grandma and my grandma passed away. And it instantly felt like a bubble popped and I couldn't stop crying. And so I know myself, if I am crying, I will not stop it. A lot of like I had to, I, I had to have a moment of, I didn't have to, I chose to be courageous and tell my dad in the moment, Hey, I'm feeling really anxious and I don't know why. And I just cried and he, he let me cry and he just kind of held that space for me. But it, my ego didn't want to tell anyone because my ego's like, figure this out. Why are you feeling anxious? You're fine. Go figure it out or go handle it. Whatever that looks like, whatever that means. But when we let people in and we actually talk about it, something deflates. But even talking about this now while doing this podcast, reflecting, thinking about it, I'm like, it was grief. (laughs) Whenever something is coming up, it's almost always grief. And it's like, oh, I miss that person. Oh, that person embodied this and this and this in my life. And so remember that those people can still be in our life embodying and carrying us through enduring those things. Um, Another way that I believe that um, our our loved ones communicate with us is through numbers. Um, two, two, two is a really big angel number for me. And it also like signifies growth and evolution. And it's really powerful. Like I will notice times where I'm seeing it everywhere or four, four, four. I see that a lot. Um, and you know, some people might say it's because I'm looking for it, but I definitely notice a difference when I feel in alignment with who I am and what I'm doing and just being in integrity with my time and with my word and how I'm treating my body and how I'm treating my everything. Um, I'm seeing it constantly. But when I'm out of alignment, when I'm in a funk, when I'm allowing emotions to stay stagnant instead of allowing them to stay in motion, um, I'm not seeing it. I'm not seeing the numbers. And I think it's because I'm so out of alignment that My angels are like trying to speak to me, but they can't. And I also believe that all the people that have passed are now our angels. I think there are also other angels that show up to support us and different people throughout history. But I do believe that the people who love us and the people who have been in our lives that we have known that have passed away are our angels, they are forever on our team. They are forever on our side. They are forever spiritually connected to us in a way that can never be broken no matter where you are in the world. So, oh, I hope you enjoyed this message. You are so loved. You are infinitely supported and you have so many angels and if you've never lost anyone, which I doubt that or else you wouldn't be listening to this. Um have grace and compassion for the people around you that have lost someone because grief is not something that we can fix. And for fix-it personality styles, grief is really hard to hold space for with other people because there's no fix. Can't bring the person back. Can't make the person feel better. It's a process that requires mourning, and sometimes moments of mourning might come up later, way after and I truly believe the key is not to judge yourself, but to allow yourself to have that experience. Allow that energy to be in motion. So reminding yourself, this is temporary. I am not going to feel this way forever, but I'm going to feel all of this. Because when, we allow your, when you allow yourself to feel the depths of your grief, you are opening, your, opening yourself up to the capacity to feel the depths of your joy. It's so yin and yang. It's like there's like a mirror reflecting both. You aren't going to go to the depths of hell without automatically having access to the, to the highest reaches of heaven. If that analogy, if you like that analogy. Or the yin and yang. And so the deeper grief we experience in our life means the higher levels of bliss and joy are available to us. Um, it's almost like stretching this rubber band in a way. No, I don't like that analogy, I'm not stretching the rubber band, but uh, I guess the point of what I'm getting to is trust the process. You won't feel like this forever. A part of you is being, is being let go so a new part of you can be reborn and you are not replacing this person you are not forgetting about this person you are honoring your evolution and you are honoring that person by continuously growing and evolving because we all know like if someone loves us they want to see us grow they want to see us happy and so whatever that might look like give yourself permission to be happy and know that that person is always with you that person is always with you Pure positive energy, and you can call on them whenever you'd like. All right, guys, I hope you've enjoyed this solo cast episode of Joyfully You podcast. I am your host, Kelsey Lowe, and I am so honored to be able to come up on and do this podcast and be able to be here with you. It's just, um, I love it. I love it so much. And if you guys are on Instagram, that is my favorite platform where I'm always hanging out. Take a screenshot of this, tag me, Kelsey Lo Show, or send me a DM if you've been experiencing grief and there's things you've been struggling with. Um, I would love to just hold space and and, and love on you, really, um, and, and have a, another conversation if you'd like. Also, I'm going to put in the show notes um, both my Instagram link, but also I did a TED Talk in 2018, two months after my friend passed away, the story that I shared in the beginning, and it was so hard but it was also a huge initiation and at the time I couldn't think of anything else except grief because that was what I was in the midst of experiencing in my own life and it was uh yeah and so I want to share that with you as well because it's also very valuable and and I think supportive and inspiring um for anyone that's been been experiencing grief and how you can use that grief to be able to grow with it um So if you love this episode, leave me a review leave me five stars and write me a love note or take a screenshot right now on your phone and post it to your Instagram story and tag me that like literally is like makes my day. It's the best present ever to know who is listening and who is resonating and who my soul sisters are. And so sending you guys so much love. I hope you have an amazing day and remember that pain is temporary keep emotions in motion. Allow yourself to connect to joy. If you want to connect to the people that have passed, give yourself permission to connect to joy. And if you don't know how to connect to joy, slow down enough to ask your inner child what that looks like. What sounds fun? What would bring excitement? And then do it. (laughs) Okay. All right, guys, thanks for tuning in to another episode of Joyfully You Podcast. I'm your host, Kelsey Lowe, and I will catch you next time.